Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Back here on a Tuesday morning, you folks know, of course, who follows me every weekday morning at 10 o'clock here on this station, the great Brian Kilmeade. You watch Brian every morning, Fox and Friends on Fox News, has his own terrific show. It's called One Nation, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on Fox News. I've been a guest many times. It's a great show. And on the last couple nights, actually filling in for Tucker Carlson, working both Monday and Tuesday, in fact, that brings me back when uh, Bill O'Reilly left. The uh, Fox News kept the name The Factor for a couple of weeks. And the very last Factor show ever was hosted by Greg Gutfeld. And his guests that night, it was on Earth Day, ironically, his guests that night were me and my late great partner, Bernard McGurk. So here he is uh, doing just about every show across town. My dear friend, Brian Kilmeade. Good morning, Brian. What's happening, Sid? What's happening with you? You're tired? You okay? It's been a, a rough couple of days for you. Well, my problem is, you know I like to go to the clubs after the morning show. So I'll go there around uh, 12, right after the radio show. So I get there around twelve fifteen, and I'll just have the wings. And I usually sit there for four or five hours, then hop along on a railroad. I can't do that now. I got to prepare for the 8 o'clock show. You know what's funny is you can't ask anybody who works at Fox News about Tucker Carlson. And you can't ask anybody who works at CNN about Don Lemon, but you can ask it the other way around. So if I asked you, what do you think about CNN ousting Don Lemon? What are your thoughts there? You know, I'm on the, you know, we're on the air when he's on, but evidently, I mean, he seemed to have gone out of his way to actually have no chemistry with his guests. I, I know Caitlin Collins a little bit. I mean, she's just a very good reporter, very clear, very concise. And Poppy Harlow, I've never met her, but I hear she's a great person, and she seems fun. So what's the problem? I mean, you got three hours on the air instead of one hour. Um, no one was watching you at night, and he felt as though he does not have to pass. You've been on tandems your whole career. If you are, if it's about you, if you're never going to be successful. The minute you're put on with other people, it's about the show. It's about. It's not about you. It's well, how do we make the show better? Now that doesn't mean once in a while you get bent out of shape because you're not doing this interview or you want this. And I get it, but evidently he went in there like like he was walking on water. And how how long do you want to press your bosses to make a decision? And, and number two with, with Tucker, I know nothing. I, I basically and 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 you should know. I think you get the feeling of this. I mean, we are we have like 21 floors here. Every floor is really a separate show, and then you have a bank in the middle, and you'll have a financing company over. So it's not all Fox in here. Number two is uh, Tucker's team is awesome dealing with them. I was filled in about 30 times anyway. So they're great. They're first class, extremely creative, extremely good. But Tucker's never here. Tucker was in Maine and Florida. Bill O'Reilly is in the hall every day. He's six, seven, big presence. You know, when he had a book out, he was on every single channel. So... Th- that felt a lot different, but they had huge. They have huge impacts because they're both unbelievably talented and insightful. But people at home should realize is that when we come to work, we're we're almost a separate franchise. You meet with your shows. You try to grow that show. You everybody gets the ratings. 
We can get minute-by-minute range. We're in competition every day. I know CNN, they don't even look at the ratings. We look at it every day. And if there's a dip, believe me, we hear it. So we're fighting every day. But we're fighting, you know, we want the big channel to be good, but all we're doing is trying to win that game with our show. So we, I'm picking up stuff from the Wall Street Journal and from Mediaite and the New York Post. So I, I have no inside information except for just know he's a great guy and he was great and he's great to deal with. Don Lemon is owed uh, $25 million, I guess. Those were the reports yesterday, so really? there'll be a lawsuit there. Yeah, <laughs> they still owe him $25 mil, so. $25 million? Yeah, yeah. You get a point six. Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe. Listen, don't get me started, okay? Uh, I, uh, I go to work every day, and whether it's radio or TV, I get bigger ratings than anybody in radio. It's not even close. Not even I close. I mean, I bury your buddy Sean Hannity. I triple his ratings, and he makes about, I don't know, $30 million more than I do, so. Oh, don't even get me started. But yes, Don Lemon owed about $25 million. So there's going to be a lawsuit there. You know, uh, I was fighting with Chris Cuomo again last night talking about Don Lemon and CNN because he was a big name to be fired by CNN Jeff Zucker before Licht, of course, got rid of Don Lemon. And uh, I offered him to co- a spot to come on this morning, Cuomo, once again, and uh, talk about Lemon. And once again, it turned into a fight, name calling. He's really? telling me, oh, yeah. Uh, He's telling me I'm not intelligent. I said, hey, Cuomo, baby, there's a lot of pictures of you coming out of the water, not leaving a Mensa meeting. So I went back and forth for a couple of minutes, literally 20 minutes before his stupid show, News Nation, at 8 o'clock last night. So you went on News Nation last night? No, no. This was a a text conversation 20 minutes before his show started. So he and I are back at it again. But uh, the bigger news for him, I guess, is that his father, the late, great Mario Cuomo, that Tappan Zee Bridge is still named for his father. Yeah. And it looks like that's not going to change Brian Kilmeade anytime soon. Is that right? Yeah, it looks like they put it on hold, even though it was a bipartisan proposal. So uh, I guess people aren't that angry at him. And it's all Democrats, but, but this was bipartisan. They wanted his name off. I guess it's a little bit more difficult. You know, I don't. I guess he and, and reading about it was about six months ago. I guess when I was reading about it, he really strong armed his way to get his dad name on that bridge. So he he bent a lot of people out of shape and spent a lot of political capital to do it, which is totally an ego trip. Which is probably his ultimate downfall. His, his ego is Andrew Cuomo's ego has yeah. always been out of control. Chris Cuomo, on the other hand, is very humble and self-effacing. He's stupid. So that's what he is. He's stupid. Uh, but you're right. Uh, compared to his brother, I guess he's both of those. No, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Of course, <laughs> yeah. he's not humble and self-effacing. Right. But while Cuomo uh, bully and all those things, he didn't get called inept. Yes, corrupt and and murderer and bully. This governor now, I know there's a charter school story out there, and and the budget is still not done. Now we're getting close to a month being late. You're hearing inept, ineffective, all these words for Kathy Hochul, all deserved, mind you. She's taken a beating, and I think you'd agree, Brian Kilmeade, deservedly so. Yeah. I've, what was that quote? Uh, the Democratic lawmaker, one Democratic unnamed lawmaker was asked what the holdup is, and they said the governor's incompetence. <laughs> so the, the, what I would say is her stupid housing project uh, which was going to blow up every community uh, on Long Island and uh, in Westchester. It looks like that's DOA. But on bail reform, she's trying to do the right thing to a degree. And with charter schools, she's trying to do the right thing, if I'm to believe what I read. I mean, these charter schools, uh, they just produce results. They turn around lives and families. Why we are not doing everything possible to open this up? Why? 
You know why? Because the teachers unions uh, supply the money to allow these Democrats to be successful. And in turn, they say, kill charter schools because we can't unionize those people. So that's that's what she's dealing with. So I am going to on the outside. I like the two things she's fighting for. Don't like the housing thing. And I just can't believe the supermajority, the Democrats supermajority don't feel as though they have to rein in crime. I mean, what's going on The finance cops deal with the 37,000 illegals here that are just overrunning the city? Why was that not the number one priority? Yeah. So, I mean, Sid, if I put you in there and I'm thinking about running you against your will for office, (laughs) you'd be be turning over tables. Oh, yeah. And you'd be be, be calling press conferences to get what you want. Damn right. What's going on? I don't know, but I am going to speak to uh, Mayor Eric Adams on this show coming up on Friday. Now, he's not been on, believe it or not, tomorrow is going to be a month. The last time he was on was opening day in the Bronx, Yankees, Giants. And that was the day that later on that day we found out that Donald Trump was being indicted. And I suspended Adams because earlier that morning he actually said about Alvin Bragg that he's professional and doing a very, very good job. And that's where I kind of drew the line. I'm like, enough of this. But I'm bringing him back on Friday. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. You know, you mentioned the the immigrants, the illegals, I should say, and upwards now of close to 40,000, and we've got no room. It's going to get worse. We know that, and it looks like Joe Biden, well, it doesn't look like, he is going to run again, and that's his policy. So it'll be interesting to see now if Eric Adams called out the national government, quote, Joe Biden last week, for this migrant crisis. It'll be interesting to see what the mayor does moving forward, and that may be question number one, Brian, coming up on Friday. Absolutely. You got to do it. And you got to just tell, you know, he said things and I like the press conference he called directed right at Biden, but it's going to get worse. Title 42 in three weeks goes away. And this number, I can't believe the New York Times did this story and nobody picked up on it. No one's leading with it. You know, you don't even have 60 minutes following up on this. There was, you know, one month in which President uh, Trump and he admits it was wrong. Melania admitted it was wrong to separate families. They, They went about it differently with DNA kits and did testing to make sure these families were actually legitimately related to each other as they cross the border. Do you know we've lost 87,000 unaccompanied minors in our country? They're gone. And then they reported with anecdotes and names and everything, including jobs, we have kids under 15 years old working 18 hours a day in what was equivalent to the 1920 sweatshops. They can't go to school. Sometimes they don't talk to their sponsors. Their sponsors basically license them out to, to farms and manufacturing plants. What kind of country is this? Hmm. How could how could uh, Joe Biden be getting away with this? Who knows what's happening in New York City in the kitchens and and the and the uh, and the warehouses here? I mean, at the very least, does anybody like kids? Can you ask Mayor Adams, does it bother you that these kids without parents with corrupt sponsors are forced to work all day? 
uh, who don't even know the language. That's happening right now in our country. The New York Times reported it, and it went into a silo. Nobody cares. Wow. Joe Biden once again announced yesterday he is running, and you just mentioned a couple of major issues. And what is the – well, what fixes that? And it's Donald Trump. I did see something really interesting today. Donald Trump will join – Katz and Cosby later on this afternoon on this station. He was just on with Greg Kelly a couple of days ago. And it's come up the possibility of Ron DeSantis being Donald Trump's VP. Now, we know, of course, logistically, they're both in the state of Florida. So something has to change. But while Donald Trump, on one hand, admits that he's down on him, he hasn't been loyal, all that ridiculous mob nonsense, He is also uh, supposedly telling his friends behind closed doors he's willing to listen about the possibility of a DeSantis-Trump ticket because even Donald knows that's unbeatable. What do you think about that prospect? Absolutely no way. No way. It would be a step down for Governor DeSantis at 44 years old to be the running mate of Donald Trump. Really? I think he would just say, I think that he would just say, see, at 48, let me finish the last two years three years uh, as governor, and go ahead. You're on your own. And I just, there's no way. And by the the same person, tell me one vote that gets converted. They're the same person, only uh, Ron DeSantis, to me, is... uh, I think he's got the he's more got the law background. He's he, got the military background. He's, he's more measured. He's, he's literally run a state for six years. Big success track record. Uh, you know, I think DeSantis is the better candidate right now. I think Trump is the better retail politician. I I think that he's got a real he's got a, a you know the loyalty I've never seen in my life. This is the only thing we should be thinking about, Sid. This is it. What candidate and what team can win Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania? Arizona and Georgia. And a lot of them, those two red states, Georgia and Arizona, flipped. And the president has been unable to make inroads in Pennsylvania. Michigan has gone more blue. And Wisconsin, we just saw that special election. They just got more liberal. So you need you need a ticket that's going to have to win over women, suburban women. And you got to find someone to soften Trump's edges and convince them That'll be somewhat less tumultuous in the next four years. That's what you need. And and DeSantis doesn't help that way. Finally, 60 seconds to go. We have to end with sports. We always do. You're a great sports guy. Again, I tell this story. Late 1990s, my agent, Mark Lepselter, offered me a job. Worked with Brian Kilmeade, Mickey Mantle, Sporting News Network, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, uh, 25, 26 years later, Brian Kilmeade's a huge star. Aaron Rodgers is now the quarterback of the New York Jets. I had WFAN legend Joe Beningo on this show yesterday. He is, uh, the sky's always cloudy. You know, no matter what, the Jets are going to be bad. But he said yesterday on this show, they are absolutely 1,000% a Super Bowl contender. If Joe Beningo says that, that means the world to me. What is Brian Kilmeade saying this morning? I mean, on paper, uh, though, but the, I just can't get out of my head how bad they played the last four games. And how lost they seemed offensively. And can he bring, can he fix all those things with Hackett, who he knows so well because they work so good together? I, I mean, if he, if he has the right mindset, again, he went on a healing vacation. So he's going into darkness and then went on a healing vacation to Mexico. I'm getting worried about him. I mean, I, I hope, I mean, what's going on? I mean, when's the last time you sat in darkness? You know, so, and now you're going to heal. We, I mean, we, well, you and I can't get time off to heal and sit in darkness. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have no time to, for any introspection. 
I mean, this is basically as deep as we get. Yeah. So, and most of the times when we're off, we're reading some type of spot. Um, so, so I, I don't know. I do. I hope so. I, I, I'm a giant fan, but I'm not a Jet hater. I hope so. I this is what I hope. A lot of times you see these guys who don't want to deal with the New York press. I don't know how he's going to take it if the Jets lose two in a row and he keeps getting hit with the same question, what's going with your age? You know, you don't seem to be moving as well. Your receivers are wide open. You tend to throw high. And, it, you know, I'm wondering if he's just going to just mm. quit. Yeah. That, that's fair. what I worry about. Yeah, it's fair. But I do yeah. think I love the move. I love the move. I, I don't think, that, you know, Rex Ryan said the same thing. They're going, they think they can go to the Super Bowl. Oh. See me in week eight. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, he is 39 years old, to your point, and we will see. As always, Brian Kilmeade, great conversation. Have a great radio right. show today and, and the whole thing, Fox and TV. And You're a superstar, buddy. Thank you so much. Right, and I think uh, we both deserve Don Lemon money. Uh, but And we'd like to still work. Unlike Don Lemon, right. we'd like to work for it. All not, right? not See what is, you can do about that. Uh, listen, that is a perfect way to end this conversation. Quote Brian Kilmeade, we want Don Lemon money, and we want to continue to work. Yes, that's the combination. Uh, that's Thank you. Great job, buddy. Go get him, Sid. All right, you too. Brian Kilmeade, folks, of course, 10 a.m. every weekday after me, Fox and Friends, One Nation. More of me, Sid Rosenberg, right after these short messages.